At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. chose John's gospel just in honor of you, John. My friend John is here today and his family. We're so glad you guys are here. It's good to see you. We got some visitors back here, some guests. Aren't we thankful for our, for our, our visitors? Amen. Hallelujah. John chapter 2. The scripture says, And the third day there was a marriage... In Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Jesus said unto her, woman, what what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever he says unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. Somebody say, All the way to the top. And he said unto them, Draw out now, draw out now. And bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. Familiar scripture, you guys know it. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said unto him, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine, and when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But you have kept the good wine unto now. The beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus We thank you. Come on, everybody pray. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the anointing that's in this room. We thank you for people that are being set free and delivered from bondage and sin and addiction. Father, we just ask for your anointing upon your servant this morning as I preach and share with your people. Let your word speak to us. Let it change us. Add your blessing to it. Add your anointing to it. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and everyone in the room shouts, Amen. Now, 
Uh, as I said, it's a familiar passage of Scripture, but uh, it's one I feel like the Lord has really uh, laid up on my heart for to speak to you about this morning. And uh, and there's there's so many thoughts that we can glean, Greg, from these these particular verses that we read to you. But but what we want to talk to you about this morning is the good wine. Or there's so many titles I could have given this message, Lisa. But but the Lord kept saying good wine, and then He also, if I could give it a, a, a another title, it would be. What he touches. Amen. We talked to you a few weeks ago about it, what matters is whose hands it's in, right? And, and when, when, when something that we are using, when he touches it and gives it to us, and then it, it changes. Why? Do y'all sense it's just a supernatural? I don't know, what, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know if I'm going to teach, preach, or fall out on the floor. But... Glory. Wow, I speak right now that just people, somebody's going to be healed right now. Somebody's, somebody's been, I know, I know, again, we're going to be called a weird church. I don't care. Somebody's been experiencing some back pain. I speak right now, you're healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive that. If you'll, wow, I felt the pain. I felt the pain just go through my back and out. I just, I just felt it. If you'll receive that right now, I'm, I'm believing somebody right now is being healed of back pain. You've dealt with that, and you're tired of you're tired of taking medication, Amen. And Jesus has touched your back, right? Come on, come on! I, I sense that so strong in my spirit. You guys know me. I don't play around. I don't play like this, Amen. Glory. Somebody say I receive. If that's you, say I receive it, Amen. Somebody right now, somebody got that. And they're going to come to me, and they're going to let me know. Amen? Amen. What we have here was the third day of marriage in Cana of Galilee. And, and there was a marriage taking place. And you all know the scripture. Jesus and his disciples were both there. Mary, Mary was there. It was, it, it, was, it, was, it was probably an important time because, because uh, it, it, was, it, it was somebody, uh, Pastor Justin, I feel like it was some, somebody probably in Jesus' family, uh, a relative or a good friend, or somebody, you know, you know it, it possibly some scholars even tell you that it could have been one of Jesus' brothers. Because Mary was there, it was important that she be there, right? And how many knows you just don't go to random weddings? All right, so they all, they all show up there, and Jesus and the disciples are there, and they're enjoying the wedding feast, and all of a sudden they run out of wine. And, and it's not good. You know, we went to a wedding. We, we, we went to a wedding. I promise I will not name any names. And it's not anybody you would know. So don't think. Who's he thinking about? Because, you know, we obviously, we do a lot of weddings. It wasn't yours, John. You know, I was part of John's wedding. But, uh, uh, but uh, we went to a wedding once. And, you know, and all these people show up. And then we get to the reception and I start looking at this food, and I look at Wanda, and I said, it ain't happening. There's more people than there is food. And that's not a good, that's not a good feeling, is it? You know, has anybody else ever seen that before? And you're, you're kind of getting a little worried about, okay. Or, or maybe you've done something, and you're worried. You're worried, am I going to be able to feed all these people? You know, especially if Brandon shows up. No, I'm kidding, Brandon. <laughs> I love you, man. But anyway, Tommy, they they they... 
they're in the wedding feast, and all of a sudden, what, what, what's, what words we look at here, in verse 3, they have no wine. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and shoot to the, jump to the point, jump to the chase. We're gonna, we'll revisit it. But you understand that wine, and we're going we're gonna to teach on this sometime. How many of us want to talk on the person of the Holy Spirit? And God's been really leading me back to that, Francis, about who he is and what he is. How many knows there's about seven symbolisms, Jill, in, 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 the, in the Word of God about the New Testament or about the Holy Spirit? Yeah. And, of course, he is, he is the water. He is wind. He is fire. Amen. Are y'all with me? He is wine. Now, they say the statement is made here, they have no wine. Now, under ordinary circumstances, this is not a problem, but all of a sudden you're at this wedding feast, Tommy, and you got all these people and they've ran out of wine. And so Mary, and then Mary says, looks at Jesus, he says, We're out of wine, they have no wine. And he says, Woman? I thought it's interesting they referred to his mother here as woman. Right? He's, he knows who he is, right? I mean, he knows his mother, but yet he knows. So he says, woman, it's not my time yet. Now, I want you to, I want you to get this point. Don't miss this point. A little bit of this is going to be like teaching, but I really feel this in my spirit. Don't miss this point. She looks, at, she says, whatsoever he says to you, do it. Right? So it's important to be sensitive to the voice of God. And when the Lord is speaking to us, it's important for us to do what he says to do. Now, this statement in itself, this statement in itself, uh, it, it does something, Sarah, in Christ that it motivates him to perform a miracle. Keep in mind, he never has up till this point. He has not performed a miracle. First one, right? Did you guys know that, right? Everybody know? First miracle Jesus performed, turning the water into wine. Okay? So he hasn't performed a miracle, but the statement that Mary makes, whatsoever he says do it, motivates him. Okay, let's, let's start. Oh, man. Let's start this thing. Let's get it going, okay? I'm the, you know, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm the son of God, and I, you know, I came here, I came here in humanity, but I'm the son of God, and this is nothing's happened yet. But when somebody says whatsoever he says, that type, oh, I don't know. This is not my message, but I don't know if y'all are getting this or not. That kind of obedience brings about a response from. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, because he says, no, it's not time yet. It's not, oh, y'all, y'all, I don't, I'm going to have a hard time getting past this point right here. Y'all understanding what I'm saying? Because we believe that God wants to do, do something supernatural. And we got a pro- prophetic word last week that the, that the water was dipping, that water was starting to splash. Oh, glory. Y'all got to help me this morning. The water was starting to splash out of the bucket that we were that close. I had a dream this week that um, I don't have time to tell it all to you. I shared it with the pastors this morning, but the, I'll just tell you this. The grapes are ripe right up to the top. And there's just a little bit of green on the top of the grape. I tasted one that was completely ripe. Sweetest grape I ever tasted. I had that dream this week. And then all of a sudden, the other grapes completely turned too. So what I'm saying is, the, if you are obedient, get, don't miss this. If you are obedient to what he says, 
You can escalate the mir- the miraculous, Brandon, that he wants to do. Because, oh, glory. No, y'all, y'all, y'all aren't hearing this. See, there's been numerous prophetic words spoken over this region. And it's not about, about, it's not about uh, our father's house. Get that out of your mind right now. It's not about us being the, the biggest or the best church on the block. Amen? It's not about... Doing it's about what he said he's going to do in this region, and sometimes people say, "Well, I've heard that and I've heard that, and and it hasn't happened yet." Oh, you spoke it and you spoke it. Maybe he's waiting on you to be obedient, and when we become obedient, whatsoever he says, do it. It's going to escalate the miraculous. Amen. I sense that in my spirit. Somebody, somebody say amen. And that's not really the focus of my word, but I really, whatsoever he says. Bottom line is, it's not about what I say. Unless, of course, I'm conveying a word to you from the Lord. And, you, you know, possibly follow me as I follow Christ. But the point I'm taking, making, it's not about what man says. It's not about what we say. Or it's not about what, you know, man's ideas you got to get this. It's about what he says. Because oftentimes we get so caught up in programs, and I'm not against programs. We need programs, right? We have those. We have visitation. We have the jail ministry. We just did VBS. And we, we do the food pantry, and we do all these things. It's important that we be a church that's active in the community. But at the end of the day, we better be doing what he says. Or we'll miss it. I don't want to miss it. My wife rebukes me when I say this stuff, but I'd rather go home as to miss it. I don't want to stay here and miss it. What have we done if we stay here and we miss it? How many believes God wants to pour out His Spirit on this region like never before? Do you really believe that? If you really believe that, come on, give God praise. Come on, if you really believe that he don't just want a a status quo church service, but he wants to do something supernatural. Whatsoever he says, do it. Amen, are you with me? All right, let's go. So there were six water pots, six, it's interesting, today's your sixth anniversary. Six is the number of man, six Right? Or six water, six water pots of stone. Now, it's important that you understand, and, and I really want to go, I really want, there's a point I really want to drive home, Jessica, with this word, but we're getting there. It's important you understand these, these water pots were not even used for drinking water. Right? Did you see the scripture? What's it say? Purification of the Jews. These weren't clay pots. These were pots made of stone. They, 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 were, they were purification, Debbie, of the Jews. And, and look what it says. The man of the purification contained two or three firkins. So in other words, what they'd use, this could be, I know you probably, don't, don't freak out and don't gross out on me, but this could have been used for hand washing or whatever before the meals. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. God will use what you don't expect him to use. 
I think that's one of the problems. We've always said, well, it's going to happen this way, this way, this way, this way. No. Amen. God will use what he wants to use. That's why he spoke through a donkey, right? He spoke through a donkey. Weird stuff, right? How many, how many things that weird? I wish the donkey walked right through the door and say, everybody praise the Lord. You know what? I tell you what, I promise you, if we get a donkey up here and say, praise the Lord, we'd have people jump, running, jumping everywhere, right? Hallelujah. I know what some of y'all are thinking. But it's the truth, right? Amen. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. God don't always, you, you have to look in the area where you don't expect it. Amen. Are you with me? The dream I had this week about the grapes, I said I wasn't going to share it with you, didn't I? And I feel like it's right in line with what God's, God's trying to speak to us, Mitchell, and I'm going to get there, I promise. But I was standing uh, at, at the parking lot, and uh, okay, this will officially make us weird, right? Because y'all say our pastor's weird. I was standing at the parking lot in, at, at, at McDonald's here in town. And I was watching as cars were going through the uh, the drive through. What do you get at What do you get at McDonald's? Fast food, right? Fast food, right, Leah? I'm not a big fan. If you're a fan of McDonald's, I'm sorry, but I love their iced tea. Uh, it's about the only thing I can think of that I like there. I'm serious. But anyway. I'm standing there, and, and people are going through the drive-thru. They're lined up. They're going through the drive-thru, getting their fast food. To the left of the drive-thru, I see a tree, and this tree is, co- is, 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 is covered with, uh, with, uh, with grapes. It has grapes on it. That's what I was talking about earlier. And, it, and I, I, know what you're, I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, wait a minute. Grapes don't come on trees. Grapes come on vines. It's true, right? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Listen, God can put a grape on a tree. God God put grapes on the vine. He chose a vine for a grape. Amen. God can say, let there be a cow, and there's a cow. What's a cow? I don't know. He said, let there be an animal, and Adam said, it looks like a cow. So these grapes are on the tree, and, and, and the tree, one of the branches of the tree, was made out of brass. It was coming out like this, and it rolled like polished brass. And these grapes were hanging there, and as I stated earlier, they were, they were purple all the way to the top, just right at, right at the top of the, the grape. It was green. And so I walked over, and I noticed... Jill, there was one grape that was completely ripe, purple. And how many ever ate grapes from, uh, from the vine, you know, back when you were growing up as a kid? You know, our dad had grape vines, and, and Gina and you 
it wasn't like the grapes you buy in the store. You know, it's a grape that you pulled, had a skin on it and had like a, I don't know if you call it a pulp or a flesh or whatever it is on the inside of that, that thing. But you know, we used to, we used to, Glenn, you know what I'm talking about? We had that grapevine in the backyard and we'd make grape jelly and all this stuff. But that was the kind of grape that it was. And I got that grape and I, I pulled the skin off and I got the inside of it. And you know what? And I'm about to blow up here, but you know what? It was the sweetest grape that I have ever tasted in my entire life. But here's the neat thing. When I ate that grape, I turned around and looked, and all of a sudden, all the other grapes turned purple. When I was willing to go over and eat the one ripe grape, everything else ripened. And then all of a sudden, I heard a voice next to me and said, this grape is the best grape for making wine. Wine again, is a symbolism of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you guys are receiving anything of this or not. But what I'm, te- I'm trying to tell you is, and I feel like what God was saying, and, I, and I've really gotten way ahead of myself, but it's all right, right? What I'm trying to tell you is, we got to stop with the fast food stuff. And I'm not talking about in the physical, and it'd be a whole lot better too if you'd stop some of that. Do what? Oh, yeah, it was people from our church. Now, don't freak out and say, oh, no, did he see me driving through my car and passing up? No, I didn't see any faces. I just knew it was people from our father's house. Oh, yeah, it was you. (laughs) But all these people were passing up the grapes for fast food. Amen? Jesus says here, fill the water pots with water. And then, when they they filled, all all they had to do was do what he said to do. Greg, it's all they had to do, do what he said to do. They didn't have to do, they didn't have to say, okay, I don't know how long it takes, but they didn't have to say nine months from now, after the fermentation process, we're going to have some wine. Hey, you guys will continue this celebration nine months from now. When they did what he said to do, the water turned to wine. Right? And not only did it turn to wine, but they took it to the governor of the feast. Now, they took it to the governor of the feast. I ain't even looked at my notes. They took it to the governor of the feast, and the governor of the feast said, wait a minute. They usually give us, they wait until the end to give us, they get everybody drunk. You know, they'll, they'll get everybody intoxicated, and then they'll bring out the, the bad one. They said, hey, you guys have saved the best wine for last. Can I tell you that it's, you know, we missed the whole point. People get caught up in, in, in the, in the, uh, the argument, well, was it, was it real wine or wasn't it? Was it was just grape juice or did, is it, you know, is it, was it intoxicating? And they missed the whole point. The, the point is not whether or not this was real, was wine that was fermented that, you know, that would cause you to be intoxicated or, or, or any of those things. That's not the point. The point is that Jesus was trying to tell them that what you've been drinking is this. And if you'll do what I say, you're going to start drinking this. It was a picture of Jesus because, see, Moses turned water into blood, uh, Liz, which was a picture of the law. But then Jesus comes along and turns water into wine, which is a picture of the Spirit. Oh, come on, somebody, you missed a good chance to praise them right there. Jesus is saying, 
You need to stop what you used to have and you need to look what you have now. If you'll get in connection with Him, it changes everything. Somebody shout amen. Do y'all receive that? Again, Moses turned the water into blood. The law. Jesus turned the water. It's a pick. Oh, glory. Are you thankful for that? If you're thankful for that, somebody shout amen. I don't know where I'm at, but somebody say good wine. The new wine. Jesus was the best sacrifice. He said, this was the old sacrifice. I'm the new sacrifice. This was the old covenant. I'm the new covenant. You know, you know, we get so caught up in these things. And again, we miss the point. It's not about somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Come on, shout amen. So here's the deal. Is it, and you know, and, and people, uh, once you experience who he is, nothing else will will satisfy. You know, if, if you look at, you know, you look at, uh, you look at old wine, you know, people, you know, lots of people and people get in this argument with about drinking and, and drinking's where the drinking's, you know, you know, you know what the thing about old wine, and if you look, if you actually look at the wine, you know, in the natural, it gratifies the senses. I'm going somewhere with this. Stay with me. You know, sometimes it's still that way. People, people get saved in church and, and they're okay, but then they want to go back and gratify the senses. Oh, come on. Are you with me? Somebody say amen. That is centered around the flesh. Amen? Somebody say amen. Okay, how about this? The issue isn't just alcohol. It's how much of what the world offers does it take to excite you. Don't miss that. I'm going to say it again. It's not just about alcohol. I didn't mean to preach alcohol, but I'm just... It's not just about alcohol, but the point is how much of what the world has to offer does it take to excite you? And the problem is when people aren't satisfied with Jesus, they're going to look to other things. And it's going to be alcohol, uh, bad relation, wrong relationships, blah, 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 gambling. Uh, amen. We're looking for something to excite them. But when you get, when you fall in love with Jesus and you see that the new wine is better, you're, 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 that stuff, they don't take that stuff to excite you anymore. You don't want it. You know, you can preach all day whether or not it's a sin and people, people fall out of that. Well, bless God, you don't have... You know, that's the reason... Brandon, I feel like that's the reason that, 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 the, that the Word of God is not real. You know, a lot of times people say, show me in the Scripture, you know, that it says, thou shalt not drink or thou shalt not gamble. Amen? Because, I mean, I can, we can show you something. You know, the Bible says, I know what y'all are thinking about. Be not, be not drunk with wine where it's in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. And uh, don't drink wine or stronger. And, and, I, and I know all those things. And, you know, talk about, well, the, you know, the, the disciples gambled for Jesus'. Uh, uh, they cast lots for Jesus' clothes and, and all these things. But the bottom line is, if you get a picture, see, they missed, if you missed a point, but if you get a picture of who he is, the new wine, those things don't matter anymore. Are y'all seeing that? Somebody shout amen. 
You know, but if you still need that to excite you, is this all right? Elders, is this all right? We, we, you know, we need to fall in love with Jesus. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Young people, you need to hear me. Oh, man, this is a word from the Lord. If you don't fall in love with Jesus, whatever it is that's drawing you, it's always going to pull you back. Whether it's alcohol, whether it's lust, whether it's pornography, oh, glory, somebody, somebody help your pastor. Whether it's pornography, whether it's uh, addictions, whether, whatever it is, the only way you're going to get victory, you know, you, know you, you said it earlier, it's not what we can do, it's what he has done. And the only way you get victory over that is to fall in love with him and let him take care of it. Somebody give God praise. Amen. So the Bible doesn't have specifics on certain things sometimes, but, but you, can't, you can find out. Sam, you can find out how much a person is living the Jesus life by how many of the world's stimulants he needs. You should write that one down. Sometimes you can find out how much... Jesus, a person has, by how much of the world's stimulants they need. Do we need, do we need the world's stimulants? If you do, you probably don't have enough of Jesus. Amen? Are y'all with me? You know, and, and we get this called up, you know, about what was, you know, you gotta understand, Christianity is not a call to isolation, but it's a call to insulation. To be surrounded by Him. And we're surra- when we're surrounded by Him, all of a sudden those other things don't look that invite. Oh, glory. When you're surrounded by Him and you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're not tempted to look at garbage on TV because you're more tempted if you can't sleep to get the word out. And re- this is good preaching. Amen. You know, the point is, you got to see, he's saying, look at me. All right. We need him. Somebody shout, we need him. He turned the water into, into wine. The wine, symbolic of the spirit of God. Jesus, what, in the last supper, Jesus, right? This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many. Right? We take that communion. Amen. You got to see it's a picture. It's a picture of who he is. The wine symbolizes every. Come on. Are you with me? So when he turned the water into wine, it wasn't. And and, and here's. And I'm going to try to close with this. But it wasn't just. I I don't want you to miss this point. It wasn't just for that moment. We get so caught up. And I feel like it's part of my dream. We get so caught up. In, 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 in quick stuff, the fast food, microwave. Amen. They have drive through weddings now. You realize that? You can drive through and get married. They have drive through everything. Ernie likes that. They have drive through, you know, everything. Uh, I'll go through the. And, sorry, buddy. I don't mean anything. No offense. Drive through banking. Drive through restaurants. Drive through. Come on, we got to hurt. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere now. This miracle wasn't just, wasn't just for the moment. In fact, I feel like if they would have had faith, go, 
I've never heard this preached before, but I'm going to preach it. I feel like if they would have had enough faith, they could have kept pouring water into those pots and it kept turning to wine. It's not our job to perform the miracle. It's our job to be available and he performs the miracle. It's not our job to start the fire. He started the fire. We just keep it burning. Come on, somebody help me in this room. Are y'all with me? It's all about him. And, and you know, we get so caught up in this and that's... That's why, come on musicians, that's why we come into church on Sunday morning. And, and you know what? How many knows, you know, wine is more of a, you know, actually, because we know Jesus turned the water into, into wine immediately. But we know wine is a fermentation process. But you know what the Lord, and it's probably a bad analogy, and I was sharing this before church this morning with Mary, but it's probably a bad analogy. But here's the deal. We, you know what the Lord said? We want shots. Don't, let, don't look at me like you don't know what shots are. Somebody said, well, the pastor should not know what shots are. You know what? I wasn't always a pastor. I used to be in Egypt, Tommy. Me and Tommy both been to Egypt. Amen? But shots says, oh, that's not quick enough. Give me a shot. Shots say, Pastor, get us all high this morning. Shots say, Worship leader, get us all high this morning. We just need a shot and we'll be okay till next Sunday. Whereas the wine says, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna firm me. I'm gonna be in within him all week long. Amen. It's something that I'm just gonna soak in. Oh, come on. You know what the Lord said? The Lord says, We're settling for little Debbie when there's fresh bread in the oven. Give me a, you know, everybody say, give me, oh, glory. I'm about, I'm about to get excited now. Liz, my mother used to make, Glenda, our mother used to make an oatmeal cake, fresh oatmeal cake, and it was out of this world. Delicious. She was a great cook. In fact, she taught my wife to cook, and my wife's a great cook. Well, she, my wife would go watch her. And just learn. Listen, young people. If you'll watch people, you'll learn. Right? Pattern your lives after the right people. Amen? But she used to make this oatmeal cake. And it was to die for. But you know, if I have a little Debbie oatmeal cake. And I have a slice of her oatmeal cake. Which one? Y'all aren't seeing this. It's the old one. You know, Jesus is saying, this is something that's going to stay with you. For, come on, are y'all with me? We're settling for Viney sausage when we could have a, a steak. Amen? Are y'all with me? Stop settling for fast food when there's grapes on the vine. I said stop settling for a happy meal. <laughs> Make me happy. Jim, I'm not preaching to you. I love you so much. I'm about to blow up, you guys. I'm going to go to church this Sunday morning. Pastor Odie or Pastor Justin or Pastor Brandon is going to give me a happy meal. And I'm going to eat this thing. It's, um, but I'm going to need another one. 
Come on, is anybody out there, when you get lost in Jesus, it's not about a happy meal, just, just, just something. No, it's about an endless supply of something. Come on, we need, we need to get who he is. If we get who he is, it's not about getting a fix every week. Amen? You know, it's like I heard this guy say, I heard this guy say one time back, he said, this guy was, was, had, had an affair and went out on his wife. And, and I know this happens, happens quite, open, quite often because people get distracted, but this guy had an affair and went out on his wife. And the lady that he'd been caught in the affair with was nowhere near as attractive as his wife. And the guy said, why is he settling for bologna? He has steak. Come on. Are you guys with me? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm trying to challenge some people that you got, you know, and here's here's what else the Lord Lord spoke to me. And I'm going to close with this. Jesus turned that water into wine. Now, we can make, and I had the dream about the grapes, Randy. Oh, this is very... This is very important. This is very important. I feel like we are at, I feel like the Spirit of the Lord has been great here and what God's been doing in our presence. But I feel like it's a crucial time for us. You know, like I said earlier, the grapes were right there. On the verge of being right. The, the, the waterfall, you, those you were last week, you know, Zach, when Zach spoke, he talked about, y'all, that, the water park and that big bucket of water, and he said it's starting to splash out. You know, amen? Right there. And here's what, here's what, here's what I need, need, need to convey to you. We need to seize the moment. You better start praying. Don't wait till you get here. Pray at home. Pray in your car. You wake up in the middle of the night, pray. You say, I can't sleep at night. Wake up and start praying. You'll go back to sleep. <laughs> Works every time. Start praying, start, start praying in the spirit and you'll start speaking in tongues. Or fall, you'll just fall out. Amen? I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Better pray at home. Now, here's what the Lord spoke to me. Also, grapes are about about 75% water. Okay, when you take those things, I mean, it's important if you want grapes, you better eat them when you pick them, right? Because if you take those grapes, okay, Jesus, oh man, Jesus said, fill up these pots with water, and he turns the water into wine, so Obviously, a big part of that process is the water that's there, Brandon. 75% water. Okay, when you lay those grapes out in the sun and they dry, what happens? What happens, Tommy? The water goes out and they turn to raisins. Right? Did your grapes turn to prunes? <laughs> Those are some big grapes, man. Do grapes turn to prunes? 
Plums. Plums turn to prunes. Okay. I'm sure Ernie's seen it. But the point I'm trying to make, and I'm closing here, if we don't seize the moment, the grapes or the grapes will turn to raisins. It's a whole lot harder to get. Okay, you got. I mean, like I said, they had to give him. He said, "Fill the water pots with water." It's hard to get water out of out of raisins. Don't miss that. Sometimes we sit. And God is speaking. Whatever he says, do it. We sit and we we don't move when God says move. And then the grapes turn to raisins. Are y'all with me? Now, I ain't got nothing against raisins. I like raisins in their proper place. But how many would rather have a grape or a raisin? Does anybody rather have a raisin than a grape? You would? You like raisins better than grapes? Okay, she gets all the leftovers. (laughs) I love you, Sarah. But do do y'all receive the word this morning? Let's stand. I'm going to stop right there. There's more I could share, but we'll stop right there. Hallelujah. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.